now, coming to the mics, at a combined weight of none of your damn business, the wrestling encyclopedia and three-time Indian leg wrestling champion, Keith Wise. And the cowboy, Jared Watson. Mixed tag. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, Jared Watson. I'm alongside Keith White. Keith, how are you doing today, man? This is one of my favorite things we do on our show. It's like Christmas come early. You know what it is, Jared? It's an early Easter present. That's right. right. It's in the basket. Uh, this is definitely one of our... We look forward to this four times a year, man. AEW, All Elite Wrestling. It's another pay-per-view. And this one is stacked. Are you ready for this today, Jared? Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely ready for it. In fact, I'm so ready for it. I'm going to give the Tag Gang the information they need to know so they can watch it as well. All right, Tag Gang, as Keith mentioned, it's our AEW Revolution preview episode. We do this for every one of their pay-per-views. This and Double or Nothing seem to be the biggest ones. It's kind of like their version of the best pay-per-view they offer. So, exciting time, stack card, let's get into it. First, the basic information you guys need to know. AEW Revolution is going to be on Sunday, this Sunday, March 6th. Uh, and they're going to have the buy-in at 7 Eastern and then the main show at 8 Eastern. And it will be, of course, on pay-per-view worldwide, Bleacher Report in the States, and Fight TV internationally. So that's the basics, all you need to know. I'm going to be watching. I don't know about you all. Let's get into the card here. Let's start with the buy-in, the pre-show, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern. We got two matches, Keith, on this buy-in pre-show card. First one's going to be Chris Statlander taking on Legit Layla Hirsch, Keith. And I don't know if you've been keeping up with it as much as I have, but these two former best friends had some beef lately. Now they're going to hash it out in the middle of the ring. Who do you think is going to take it? And I love the two of them. I really do. Uh, but that promo the other night was trash. That promo was pretty much like a really bad version of some jacked up wrestler being like, uh, what? Uh, uh. and then it was, I did it for the rock. I did and they it brought the, the rikishi. They brought the rikishi. That that that's what that's how I felt. Statlander was talking, <laughs> man. Um, I did not like their promo. Uh, so they're not they're not selling it well. But I love the work rate of the two of these women. And here's my prediction. Here's what needs to happen. Legit Layla Hirsch needs a win. Statlander doesn't. Statlander is popular. Statlander can take a loss and still keep moving. I think that legit Layla Hirsch needs a win. Uh, let's go ahead and just make it a, a you know a cheap win. That's fine. But if not, her her size and the way that they have been presenting her, she's going to be Marco Stunt of the women's division, uh, and I don't like it. So. I got to make sure that they do this woman right because she is legit and they need to present her as such. They need to present her as dangerous, present her as a threat. I know the announcers talk her up that way, but the win column's not showing it. So legit, Layla Hirsch has got to get that win. Yeah, it's interesting to see how her her on-screen persona has changed a little bit since she's came in. Of course, she was the very quiet, babyface, um, grappler, technician in the ring fantastic superstar like you said she is on the smaller side so if they don't have her win 
a couple of these big matches, especially when you're putting her on a pay-per-view card. I know it's the pre-show, but it's on a card nonetheless for a, a major show. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Statlander doesn't need to win to continue to be popular. She's a part of Best Friends, right? Like, she'll have that, and she'll have, you know, her on-screen time, and she'll have her feud. She's already been in the women's title picture. She's already fought in the TBS title tournament. She's going to get her opportunities, but Layla Hurst seems to be on a roll right now. Maybe the change is good for her. Maybe that turning that heel side of things is going to be great for her and elevate her to where she needs to be. So I'm going to agree with you. Legit Layla Hirsch should get this win, and I think she will. First match of the pre-show down, and we gave some good explanations. I like the way we're starting this show. Moving on. This is an interesting one, Keith. I like Hook, uh, but we've had some interesting talks about him over the past few months. So, yes, the match is going to be Hook taking on QT Marshall, his former coach. Um, They've been building this one up on Rampage most of the time. Um, Everybody loves hook keith hook is super over right now uh, and i can see the hype but you know there are a little bit of flaws in it but he's still young that's what's important what do you think hook's gonna win uh send hook send him send him jared send hook send hook on the show aw send hook yes want to talk to hook uh qt marshall like i said before is is the jeff jarrett of my <laughs> AEW wrestlers. I don't care about him. I could care less. Uh, I think he's a jobber. Uh, he's a jobber of the stars and hook is on a trajectory right now. So uh, speaking of trajectories, man, eventually I would love to see you'll love this too. Check this out. This is down the road, man. Can you imagine a hook versus jungle boy match? Oh yes. I would love that. Absolutely. And that's the thing, Keith, about AEW. We're getting to see these pillars, right? These young guys, the Dante Martins, the Darby Allens, the Sammies, and then people like Hook, who are like legit just starting in the biz, and they have that bloodline in them. Of course, Hook is the son of Taz. I mean, how much you love Taz on this show. Um, so yeah, it's the potential he's gonna get when he starts facing these bigger people. Because right now he's on the trajectory of where he's just starting and they're having him face pretty much nobodies and he's guaranteed to win every every match. But they want to still send Hook. The fans still want to see him. Gets a huge ovation every time they mention him. So on that note, yes, Hook is going to win this match and beat his former coach in QT Marshall. And I believe Taz is going to be calling that match. So it's always good to see that. Um, His... Just rough and tough. I'm going to throw you around, but yet I'm going to put you to sleep. It's just amazing to see. He's got a bright future ahead of him, and he's awesome right now. I can't imagine what he's going to be like in five years. So, Hook, I think we're both agreeing there. And QT Marshall, can we make this a retirement match, please? I I don't think that's going to happen. Please? But but I will say, he's doing his job. We both hate him, so that's, that's good on him. Um, make, make, but make him a coach, (laughs) make him a coach, not a talent, make him a coach. Anyway, Keith, that was the buy-in. That was the two matches on the buy-in. We rolled right through that. Let's get into the main part of our show, the main card. And it is stacked Keith. So let's get right into it. We got a six man tag match. I think they call this a trios match in AEW. Um, I'm so used to calling it a six man. I'm just going to continue to call it that. On one side, we have the AHFO, the Andrade Hardy family office, 
and it was going to be Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. They're going to be taking on the TNT champ, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allen and Sting. Um, Keith, I don't know about you. This is like the most no-brainer of them all on this card. I just think you can't have the TNT champion and arguably two of them, your more popular superstars, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, win or not win and have the AHFO win. I just think Darby Allen and Sting and Sammy are going to take this one. It's not even going to be close. I agree. I mean, it's, you know, they're going to put them in peril at some points, but they're going to show some high spots. Sammy's going to do some really cool moves. Darby, the same thing. Sting's going to get his pop. And then they're going to go hit the showers with a W. I mean, it's it's pretty elementary at this point for that, those guys, man. Now, I will say they have built, been building that storyline up with Matt Hardy maybe not having as much confidence in private party as he used to, especially Isaiah Cassidy. So I just wonder if that's they're going to use that to the advantage, right? They're going to have something have something go wrong with Isaiah and make it look like he lost the match and Matt's going to get even more mad more angry and hopefully that will lead to a split and have Matt and Jeff Hardy in AEW for one final run. That's my hope. You know it. And I want to see them versus the young bucks again. I'm sorry. I just want to see it before they retire. Maybe in a ladder match. We'll see. Um, Might be too old for that now, but we'll see. But yeah, I think just you can't have the TNT champ and two of your most popular guys lose like that on a pay-per-view just not gonna happen so we're both going sammy darby and sting here for the opening match of the card let's move on to the next one this is going to be an interesting one keith i've been loving the build-up to this chris jericho versus eddie kingston crazy eddie eddie is super over right he's like hook he's like super over he's known as the guy that doesn't give two craps about anything he'll say what's on his mind He'll fight you. He will not wrestle you. He will fight you. And the tension between those two has been, you know, elevated as of late because of Santana and Ortiz, really. Um, Santana and Ortiz fighting for Eddie, saying that he's their buddy. Chris saying that, well, you're part of the inner circle, so we're family, not Eddie. Interesting stuff here. And Jericho's kind of back to being the heel. Uh, with his promos, with the way he speaks about things. Um, but I, I'm going to go, I think they're going to give this to, to Eddie. I think Eddie's going to get the win. Uh, you know, Jericho, Jericho's another one of those guys that he can win and lose at this point. And in, in fact, it's probably best in his career that he put over people. So I think that, you know, Eddie Kingston is going to get this win. I think it's good because if you think about it, he's been on a losing streak, but still insanely popular. So maybe it's time to catch that win, a little feel-good moment, uh, you know, exercise that demon, uh, you know, of Chris Jericho saying that he's not main event material, he's not meant to be any of the things, he's not in Jericho's league. Uh, Jericho, by the way, uh, you know, with the with the bird chest currently, uh, you know, I can't wait to see Eddie slap that thing and see what happens. Yeah, of course. Um and I sent you the pictures in our chat. He has lost a ton of weight, Chris Jericho, and he looks great. But like you said, he's like Kofi Kingston. He's got that flat chest from taking all those chops over the years. I was reading um, about it, man. 20 pounds in three months. I need to get on whatever he's on. Yeah, for real. For real. Don't we all? Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Eddie needs to win this one. And I think 
you're right. Chris is kind of taking the heel in this story. Although I don't think he's necessarily a heel quite yet. He's kind of just playing the heel role for this match. I just want to see what happens here because if Eddie wins, Chris said he will look him in the eye and shake his hand after the match. Is do you do you fully turn Chris there? Do you have him shake the hand and kick him in the balls? Like what do you do here? Santana and Ortiz are finally cool with Jericho again after their losses in the battle royals for the tag titles. Um, interesting. I, I wonder what they're going to do there, Keith. I, I, I'm not I, sure. I think you you can go any you can go any way you want, and it's not going to be this is one of those situations where it's not going to be the wrong call either way. You can show him have have him show him respect and put Eddie over even more. Or you get the cheap shot, but either way, uh, this is the cool thing about this match is I feel like nothing can go wrong in terms of the direction they go in. Yeah, and then of course you have Eddie talking about the difference between sports entertainment and pro wrestling. You know, he's bringing that really to the forefront here, um, especially because knowing Jericho and his history. But yeah, I just think Eddie would benefit the most from this, and I think Jericho can afford a loss, like like we keep talking about on here. Even though he loses, he's still Chris Jericho. People are still going to say Judas, right? Every time he comes out. So I think Eddie can get the big momentum win here uh, and get him uh, more TV time, hopefully, and maybe more future matches down the line in these big moments. That'd be awesome to see. All right, Keith. One of my favorite matches, the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Keith, this is not like an ordinary ladder match at all. We have some big dudes in this match. The participants so far have been announced as Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Wardlow, and then either Christian Cage or Ethan Page. That will be decided tonight on AEW Rampage. We are recording before that. So I'm pretty sure Christian's going to win just because of his history at the ladder match. Um, So we'll just say that. Keith, not your typical ladder match here. I mean, the only really guy that fits is Ricky Starks. What do you think? Yeah, some big boys up in here. Uh, you know, this is this is my crowd. This is the Golden Corral buffet. Somebody forgot to restock the pot roast ladder <laughs> match. All right, everybody's fighting for that that last <laughs> little nugget of slow cooked meat. Jared, oh, is, this, is is this gonna uh, is this gonna is the winner of this gonna hit uh, with a title shot? Is that is that the stipulation? Yeah, um, they will face the TNT champion. Whoever wins. Okay. All right. Well, then that uh, that determines um, who I think is going to win this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for long-term story booking, uh, my thought is that Wardlow is going to take this one. I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Uh, and it's funny because like, I just don't see Powerhouse Hobbs there yet. I think if they did Keith Lee, it would be a detriment to what they've built with their own stars. Um, Christian's there for that feel good situation. Ricky Starks, I don't know what to do about him, man. I feel, I feel so bad. Uh, you know, he came over from, it, you know, he made money, you know, cause he wasn't, unfortunately wasn't making it in NWA according to him, Yeah. but man, NWA was going to have him elevated in terms of status, but you know, but he's making that money. Uh, but I, I think that Wardlow for long-term bur- booking purposes is going to be, uh, the winner of this, uh, he is so over right now. When oh, he hits dude. That symphony power bomb. Yes. Oh, yeah. He, shoo. I love Wardlow, dude. I yeah. love him. And it's funny because we, we, love, we love a guy who 
you know, AEW is supposed to be the you know antithesis of WWE. We love a guy who's built for the WWE, who you know that Vince McMahon, you know, oh, dreams yeah. about at night. You know, he's like, yeah. yes. Drooling over. Absolutely. Yes. Damn it. You know, <laughs> like, he just thinks about this guy. He wants yeah. him so bad he can't have him. Well, I totally agree with you. The fact that MJF basically said if Wardlow wins this match, he has to give MJF the title shot instead of himself because he works for quote unquote he works for MJF. He's the one who gets paid by MJF. Um it's just gonna be like you said, long book long term storytelling here. And um I don't know, I just think I think Wardlow is finally on the brink of becoming like what we thought he was going to be like two years ago. Cause we were talking about him on the show two years ago and we were like, dude, this Warlow guy right now, he's doing his thing as the bodyguard for MJF, the big guy. But dude, once he breaks off, he's going to be a star in this game. And I think he's right there on the brink. But like you said, I think something needs to happen where he wins and then MJF just takes it right away from him. And then we're going to see matches between those two. Right? So agreed. Wardlow will win it. I I just I, I don't know what they're gonna do with Keith Lee and 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 the powerhouse Hobbs thing because they were having some backstage vignette promos together. So I'm hoping we're gonna get a Keith Lee powerhouse Hobbs match. That would be pretty epic. Ricky Starks is the FTW champ, but that really doesn't mean too much. And like you said, Christian's there because he's known for ladder matches, right? That would just be like throwing Matt Hardy in there, right? And just for the nostalgia aspect of the match stacked though i want to hear the com- the total combined weight in this match keith because there's some big boys in there well what's interesting is too is their new age big boys you know like uh yeah you know when i when i go to go to golden corral and i go get that pot roast i'm i'm going back to my seat these guys are picking up the pot roast and then they're jumping up on the buffet table they're tiptoeing along the window guard the sneeze guard and they're jumping off to make sure that no one else gets that pot roast. These guys are aerial athletic big guys. You know, it is yeah. not it is not the 80s, it's not the 90s anymore. You know, this is this is 2022 and these guys can go. Yeah, I want to see Wardlow attempt like a Lesnar salt but actually fulfill it and not break his neck with it. Ooh. Can you imagine that? Like if he hit that the pop, oh sheesh. That that 450 shooting star splash? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um, you almost perfectly described that golden crown scene a little too well. Um, I'm thinking you have some experience. It's funny, Max. We're putting over golden corral. They're not even a sponsor. Golden crown. If you're listening, Keith, big fan, big yeah, fan. Let's go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're both going with Wardlow. Um, again, I like to see where that MJF Wardlow storyline goes. He's finally on the brink. Keith, you can see it in his eyes. He's, getting tired of it he's getting tired of the mess but we're gonna find out this sunday halfway through here keith let's talk about the tbs championship match between our girl jade cargill who's an absolute beast of a tbs champion but she's taking on another one of my favorites keith ty conti um slowly becoming my favorite women's competitor in AEW. um i love her to death keith she's got super super duper talent but you're not being Jade Cargill. I'm sorry. You're not breaking the undefeated streak. <laughs> She's not winning this match. Um, <laughs> no, not with all the, they put the rocket ship to Jade Cargill. And Ty Conti is a great opponent though, because she'll make her look good. 
She'll help her out in the ring some more. And she's another one we keep talking about. There are some, there are some stars that just don't need the wins and losses, even though it's funny because AEW was supposed to be built on competition and wins and losses mattering. Is that even a word? Mattering? I don't know. I'm sitting behind a, <laughs> I'm sitting behind a globe, Jared. Look how, look how intelligent I look. The people at home can't see, but I, I've got the most academic, studious background and I'm trying to figure out if, if I know if a word exists or not. So Jade Cargill, okay, is going to catch this win. She's going to catch this W and it's not going to hurt either person. Um, cause Ty Conti eventually will get her, get her shine in some way, shape or form for sure. Yeah. Like you said, they've just, they put Jade on the rocket. It went up through space and it's almost to heaven at this point. Um, she's a superstar. There's no other way to put it. She's the most athletic woman in the locker room. It's not even close, I don't think. I mean, you have Ty, who is a very good athlete. You have people like Anna Jay and 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 Thunder Rosa, but they're not Jade, man. They're, they're just not Jade in her level. I'm curious to who's going to beat her because I don't know of anybody who could beat her. Maybe our girl Nyla Rose down the line. Maybe uh, maybe Hikaru Shida down the line whenever she comes back. Um, Serena Deeb is looking really good right now. But, man... I want to see this undefeated streak go as long as it could possibly go. I think eventually the person that beats her is going to be somebody who debuts for the company down the line. You know, maybe it's a former WWE superstar. Uh, Maybe it's uh, maybe like a Tessa Blanchard, you know, um, somebody, somebody of note is going to be the one to beat her. Okay. That's a good prediction. Um, But obviously, Jade's going to take this. It's going to be a good match, though. I mean, it's not going to be like a, she's going to go totally over on her. It's going to be a good match, comp- competitive match, but Jade is just too good. Um, and to those of you who are calling Jade all these terrible things and names on Twitter, screw you, dude. Like, she's awesome. Literally one of the toughest, most athletically gifted women's competitors I've ever seen in wrestling. Racist trolls have no place... I mean, enjoy your little Twitter situation because I guarantee that you would never say that to her face. You'd get oh, yeah. smacked so hard looking like an idiot. Yep, absolutely. Both going with Jade here to retain the TBS championship. Ooh, this is going to be a good one, Keith. This is going to be a really good one. Could be match of the night. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, taking on John Moxley. Oh, so much on the line with this match, Keith. It's labeled just as a singles match, but it's much more than that. We're going to see if Danielson and Moxley bleed together and then eventually come together and form a tag team after this match, which would be incredibly cool. What do you think about the scenario here? Because I'm having a little bit of trouble deciding who is actually going to come out victorious in this match. Uh, it's interesting. I think, I think it'll be Danielson. Uh, and I think it'll be Danielson so that way Moxley agrees to the match to, you know, to become to a, t- a tag team. Um, but it's weird because how much blood are they actually going to spill? Because there's another match that we're going to talk about later that should have way more blood, had blood on Wednesday night and needs to have more to be effective yep. uh, because of the brutality of the match. So how much are they going to spill? I, I think that this match needs to be as hard hitting as Danielson and Eddie Kingston. I, you know, I think, I think we all need to feel it we need to lay it in. Um, but I'm interested to see what, you know, what goes on. But the cool thing is it's going to be a match 
It's going to have a bunch of near falls, two tough guys, and um, and we're gonna we're gonna get a Brian Danielson win. Yeah, I think if you're gonna go the tag team route with them, which most likely you are, I think Danielson really needs to be the one, like you said, to, to take this because if Moxley just goes over on Danielson, unless maybe he does like a little promo afterward and says, "Hey, man, you took me to hell and back," and you know, that's somebody I can I can go with, I can be with. And, and and make some history with, I just think he Moxley will be even more impressed if Danielson comes out on top. Um, and Danielson only has one loss in AEW in his time. He's sixteen one and two. That's a pretty damn good record. Um, but we know Moxley's history. He was a great world champ during the COVID era. Um, coming back from rehab is he's just been awesome. I agree with you. I think Danielson, it makes more sense for Danielson to win. This has to be the match of the night, in my opinion. Like, if you're going to put on a match, this is the one because you, you, could, you couldn't have two, arguably, your best guys in the ring at the same time until right now, right? Like, you have your hangmans, right? Who's the world champ? You have Kenny Omega. But these two guys have history together, right? And not just in the indies at the big time. So, and we finally get them to go head-on-head one-to-one. Yeah, if you're talking wrestling ability though, like technical wrestling, I- I'm not putting Moxley in there. No, no, um, no, no, no. You're just no, talking I about mean, like draw, um, promo work. Um, okay. Just, I think they mesh well together, even though they're oh, they're not really the same style because you know Danielson, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's probably one of the best technicians to ever do it, right? Right. The match that you're talking about is down the line that I want to see where it's going to be CM Punk. Brian Danielson. We may never get there, but I hope we do. And yeah. that, and CM Punk's a guy that Brian Danielson wanted to team up with because of their ROH days. Sure. Uh, yeah. But Jared, we're both are we both saying Danielson? We're both saying Danielson. Cool. Then let's jump on into the next match, my friend. All right, let's do it. AEW Tag Team Championship. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and the Source, of course. They're the champs. They're gonna be taking on Red Dragon, which is Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, and of course the Young Bucks. Uh, Red Dragon and the Young Bucks winning those battle royales on Dynamite to earn this opportunity. With Jurassic Express, we've been wanting them to have the titles for a long time, finally did. But Keith, you have a prediction for this match, don't you? A, a juicy one. Uh, I think this is going to be a short-lived reign for uh, Jurassic Express. And I think that we're going to see Red Dragon come away and steal the win and have an issue with the Young Bucks. That's gonna be my prediction. Did you have, did you have anything else that I missed? A prediction I told you that I don't remember. Yeah, um, no, that was it. You you said they were gonna lose the titles, um, but here's my juicy bold prediction for the show, and I might be a little bit over my head here, but I think the Young Bucks are gonna win, and then after the match, them boys are coming out, and they're gonna stare down the new champs, the Young Bucks, and then say nothing at all, walk back out, and then on, I guess, Wednesday, the next Dynamite, they're going to say, hey, Young Bucks, we're coming for you, but where the hell is FTR? And it's going to be like a crazy pop moment, and it's going to be awesome. But overall, I think the Young Bucks are going to win. Um, I don't think it's time for Red Dragon yet. And I think, like you said, Jurassic Express's run has been a little underwhelming, right? It hasn't been as great as we thought. Yeah. Um, and they're great for chasing the title, 
mm-hmm. but are they great at holding the title? So my pick is basically the opposite of yours. Yes. Uh, I don't have, I don't have, um, I don't have them boys, them boys from Sandy Fork versus everyone. Uh, I don't have the Briscoes coming out because uh, I think they're going to save that for FTR. But I do think Red Dragon is going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to cause severe tension with them and the Young Bucks because I think we're eventually going to have a split with the the super duper elite, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it these days. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that whole faction, I think, is going to splinter off, especially when Omega returns. So yeah. long-term story booking, I have Red Dragon winning for the purpose of your long-term situations. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Well, it makes sense because then if they have a little feud there, Adam Cole would go to Fish and O'Reilly and then Kenny coming back would go with the Young Bucks. So want to see it. The Undisputed Originals versus the Elite, that would be awesome. So we differ there on that one. but. Regardless, we have new tag champs either way. Um, is, that, so, is, that the, is that the name they're really going with? Are they going with Undisputed Originals? That's what they put on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if that was just like a saying. That is, that is trash. Yeah. Um, not that's great. That's trash. Not great, but... Um, that's awful. We will see what they get introduced as together, but... Um, okay. Yeah. So let's move on on that bad note we just went through. AEW Women's Championship, Keith. I, I, it's time, man. We got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, the champ, the greatest AEW women's champ of all time, taking on Thunder Rosa. Keith, it's Rosa's time, man. I'm just going to call it now. It's Rosa's time. You and I are in agreement. And here's what's funny, man, is I, I actually, th- I think that, uh, you know, Britt Baker's time as champ has been underwhelming, uh, of all things. I, I think that, you know, that the, the opponents that she's had hasn't been, you know, the strongest. Um, but she's over and she, and she can afford the loss. I think this match is great and I'm looking forward to a little Thunder Rosa women's champion action. Long time in the making. Remember that first match they had, Jared, that little tiny, little, tiny little first match they had, Yes. uh, you know, like that set the standard main event bloody. I mean, just threw it all on the line. Was it a casket match? It was no, it was a, um, it's like a lights out match. I think that's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it was fantastic, and it was. Uh, and people been waiting for that. So this is essentially the rematch, but with a title on the line. And I think that Thunder Rosa's taking this. I agree with you. I really can't say much more than what you said. Just remember that first match they had and how great it was. This might be even better now that it's for a championship. Um, pay attention because Thunder Rosa's legit. She's probably the most over women's competitor in AEW, I would think. Um, Britt Baker is a perfect heel champion, but people don't hate her. Like, she's just, she's great. And like you said, her her title run hasn't maybe lived up to what we thought it was going to be when she won it, but she's still the face of AEW when it comes to the women's division. So When when you said she's the greatest AEW World Champion, I, I think that you more or less mean like the greatest face of the promotion to have it, right? Yeah, because like she's n- nobody else who has held the women's title is as big and as over and as popular as Dr. Britt Baker and well-known as Dr. Britt Baker. Or has the accolades, I mean, or just the tools, you know? Like right. Sheeta was not a, a, a promo, you know? No, right. Um, so, yeah. I'm with and, you on that. Yeah, and I just think Rosa is going to steal the show. 
She's long overdue, right? We thought she was going to win the TBS title when it happened, but that didn't happen either. So it's her time to shine. I want to see where it takes her. So we're both going Thunder Rosa there. Two matches left, Keith. This is the one you kind of alluded to earlier, the dog collar match with CM Punk and MJF. Definitely going to be the most storytelling-esque match of the night and probably the most bloody, like you alluded to. Yeah, uh, this is going to be absolutely uh insane situation man um i you remember the the brody lee and cody dog collar match yes so we have to live up to that and then we also have to live up to prior dog collar matches from the territory days i mean wrestling pro wrestling has a history and and the wrestlers themselves are very aware so they know what they have to go up against so i think we're going to see an absolutely just gore fest of a match and just brutal and emotional. And these two know what they're doing. Um, that visual, that visual of CM Punk almost being hung from, from the ropes yes. uh, on Wednesday night, just covered in buckets of blood. Oh yeah. Uh, this is going to be disgusting. And, but this is also going to tell a story. Um, th- this feud is, I think this feud's going to be intense, but short because I think MJF takes this win. Okay. And, and uh, and because I believe that MJF is going to be the next world heavyweight champion. Good call. Um, I see it differently. I see CM Punk coming out with the win, um, but I like where you're going with it. I, I think he. I think it would be smarter if he wins, but I just see them saying Punk is going over because MJF beat him the first time, and that's the only reason I think Punk's going to win. Um, but one of the best storylines uh, AEW's ever had in its history. Um, just the personal level of it, it makes it awesome. I'm going with CM Punk. It's going to be a gruesome match, Keith, nonetheless. Don't want to miss that. And you're right, it has to live up to Cody and Brody's dog collar match in AEW and the history of the dog collar match itself. All right, main event time, Keith. This is going to be so hard for me. We have the champ, Hangman, Adam Page, my boy, cowboy, shit and all. But he's also taking on one other one of my favorites in AEW. Adam Cole, Bay Bay, Keith, last match for the world title. Who's going to go home as world champion? Because they have not built this up very much, and because Adam Cole has been in AW for a short amount of time, I think that Paige takes this win. Uh, I, I don't see Adam Cole winning it just yet. Uh, I, I think that Adam Cole's first uh, singles title is going to be a TNT championship. You know, because he's gonna he's gonna be, you know, the face of the company in that sense, like on TV, defending the belt, getting the baby, like the crowd. He's over, no matter what he is, heel face. He's over. Uh, there's so many guys in AW that are actually over. It's pretty impressive. Um, but it's one of those situations where it's been too it's too soon. So I don't see Hangman Adam Page losing to Adam Cole. Uh, I do see Hangman Adam Page later down the line losing to MJF. That's who I believe will be the next world heavyweight champion. I love that. I really do. Um, and I love you know how much I love Hangman. But if MJF beats him, the the run of a a face chasing MJF for that title would be amazing. I I think you're right. I think Hangman's going to retain. But like you said, if Adam Cole goes for that TNT title, if you have Red Dragon as the tag champs and Adam Cole as the TNT, that's going to be like undisputed right there and that's going to be awesome to see 
but yeah, I think you're right. They kind of rushed it. it. It was only maybe three weeks before the pay-per-view that they started this. Um, and they have Ring of Honor connections. I get that. And, and the elite, right? But I just don't... It, I'm not as invested in this as I was in Hangman and Kenny. Um, and I, But I'm, it's not, not going to say they're not going to put on a hell of a match, because they are. It's going to be a great match. I mean, if you think about it, it's going to be very Ring of Honor, New Japan. Like, there is a... Yeah. There's a pro wrestling standard that AEW has where you know, I mean, you look at this card and you know there's going to be some really quality Meltzer style matches that like are just <laughs> going to be really, they're going to be good to watch. Yeah. AEW's yeah. putting out a quality product right now and it's very fitting that your boy TK purchased Ring of Honor. Oh yeah. We'll get into that in a future episode because that's some big news right there. But we're both going with Hangman to retain. I'm going to be doing some cowboy shit. On Sunday night, March 6th. And that, Tag Gang, is our AEW Revolution 2022 preview show. Do you agree with our picks? Do you disagree? Let us know by emailing us at mixtagshow at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on our predictions and what you think is going to happen this Sunday night. It's going to be a big weekend. Follow us on social media if you haven't already. Facebook, Twitter. You know Keith's running the Twitter all the time. Uh, Get in contact with us there. Feel free to share this wherever you have social media as well. Tag Gang, thank you for listening. Keith, it's a great one, man. Appreciate your time here today, giving us your thoughts on this pay-per-view. I know I'll be watching Sunday, March 6th. All right, Tag Gang, that's going to do it for this episode of Mixed Tag. We are out.